0: Just here this is a remarkable So So Death <laughs> Remix J E R Run DMC
1: to the beach y'all uh-huh. 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 Aha <laughs> Aha Timmy Y'all know my name <laughs> Come on boy. From this
0: guys are doing good this evening. I'm doing pretty good, pretty good for a Monday. Yes, today's date is Monday, May 21st, 2018. Hope everybody is doing good. I am doing good. chilly outside today. It was even sprinkling a little bit. It's like, yeah, you know, what's up with that? But I guess it's better than that hot heat. You know what I mean? I think right now, outside, it's only 59 degrees, but you have to understand it's 59 degrees California style, you know what I mean? It's a different kind of cold, you know? So for those of you in the back east or somewhere like that, man, you probably would walk around with a tank top on right now, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, you guys, welcome. My name is Lisa, and welcome to my show, The Lisa Effect. Usually, I'm here every Thursday evening, Pacific Standard Time, on blogtalkradio.com. And um, I also too, try to simulcast as well on YouTube. So go ahead and check me out on YouTube. On YouTube, my name is still LisaFX, A-F-F-E-C-T. So right now, we are live on uh, YouTube, and we are also live on Blog Talk Radio. Hope uh, uh, you guys can hear me good on YouTube and all of that good stuff. Oh, you know what? Let me get the phone number out uh, in case you guys want to call me here on com. Here, hold on, you guys. Look, I don't even know the phone number by heart, right? Oh, and... Uh, The opening song I played was, of course, Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married, the remix. That's what we're talking about tonight, right? We're going to sit up here and talk about this royal wedding. (laughs) We're definitely going to talk about this. If you guys want to call in, go ahead and give me a call. My number is 347-996-5369. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me. And I do have my uh, chat room open both on uh, Blog Talk Radio as well as YouTube. Uh, Let me go to my um, computer real quick and let me look at the chat room on Blog Talk just to see what's going on. Yeah, I went ahead and did this uh, show for 6.30 because I was like, ah, you know, it's Monday. You know, been working for the man every night and day. <laughs> Shoot, it's Monday. I'm a little tired. You know, so I was like, mm, why don't I start the show, you know, at 6.30? So so that is what I am doing. So I hope you guys can hear me and all of that good stuff. So, oh, before I get started, too, uh, if you want to know about any previous episodes that i done, which is, gosh, over 250 of them now, you can go ahead and type in the Lisa Effect on the internet, and boom, there I am. Uh, All of my old episodes can be found on Blog Talk Radio. They are also on iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio. They're on the TuneIn uh, radio app. They are on Podcast Republic. Oh, and I keep forgetting to tell you guys I have a blog. Check out my blog. Now, I'm going to say I haven't written on my blog in quite some time, but I have written some articles uh, on there. So check out my blog, and that's at thelisaffects at blogspot.com. And I have tons of news feeds on my uh, blog, too, everything from ESPN to Madame Noir, oh, my God, I think I have TV1, um, I have every all kinds of news feeds on my blog, so go ahead and check that out as well. What's up, chat? What's up? Yeah, we were just talking last night, right? Yeah, glad you could tune in. So we are going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to go ahead and give the phone number one more time, and then we're going to go ahead and get started, phone number to call into Blog Talk. Three four seven nine nine six five three six nine. And when you call in, if you want to talk to me, press one, so I can go ahead and look at my switchboard and know you want to talk. And like I said, my uh, chat room is open on Blog Talk as well as YouTube. Okay, so you may want to stay in the chat, or you know what, with this topic, you know, you might want to say like, you know what, I got it. I got something to say. <laughs> Oh, and before I get started, you guys, I'm going to go all over the place with this wedding. And the reason why I'm doing this special episode about this wedding is because the wedding shocked the hell out of me, okay? It was a different wedding uh, than what I expected. Let's put it this way. matter of fact, I think it's a different wedding than what anybody expected. I'm like, where'd they do this at? (laughs) Oh, God, hold on, you guys. Let me get my... Oh, glasses. What's my like freaking glass? I'm always losing my freaking glasses. Hold on, you guys. Oh, here they are. They're right there. I got all kinds of stuff going on at once. Okay, sorry, you guys. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, man. So here. Okay, so let me tell you about this black wedding, Okay. <laughs> Oh, and I keep forgetting to tell you guys, I haven't told you guys this for the past few episodes. On my show, um, I do cuss, okay? And you might hear the N-word. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. And when it comes to the calls and stuff, you know, hey, I don't screen them. You know, so I'm just letting you guys know right now. Depending on the topic, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I don't think I cuss a lot on my show. You know what I mean? But, yeah. You know, just let me know if you're sensitive to that. I'm just giving you a heads up. Okay, here we go with the black wedding. Okay, first of all, I had no plans to watch the wedding. Okay, none at all. My plans were going to, you know, I was just going to watch the highlight because I just wanted to see Megan, okay, you know, come on, how many times have we seen a black woman sitting in the church with the royal family? Uh, You know, so I was like, whoa, this is a Kodak moment, you know. So my plan was just to tune in, you know, to the little highlights and stuff like that. So that was my plan. And because I assumed her mom was going to be the only black person at the wedding. Uh, no. (laughs) I was wrong, all right, you guys. I was totally wrong. And the last royal wedding that I watched was Princess Diana's wedding. That was like back in, what, 1985, and I was a kid back then, so I barely remember the wedding, but I do remember it was a big deal, okay, because it was playing on every single TV channel. I mean, it was just like blowing up, so I was like, whoa, I guess this is important, <laughs> And but I didn't watch Prince William and Kate's wedding from, what, 2011 because I knew it was going to be nothing exciting, you know what I mean, them singing, ooh, ooh, you know what I mean. I'm like, eh, I ain't going to miss nothing, you know. So, uh, But then with this wedding, one of my coworkers, she was all excited about it because, you know, you have some women, they're, you know, they were like, ooh, you know, I'm going to have a watch party, I'm going to set my table for tea, and I'm like, for real, well, what? And these women are not black or nut, and I'm just saying, you know what I mean. I'm like, whoa, it is really that serious, right? Then I was surfing the Internet or whatever, and I had read a black minister from Chi-town was going to speak at the wedding. And I'm like, oh, oh, what? I got to check this out, you know. So anyway, I woke up about 1 in the morning on, you know, on the day of the wedding. And I had to try, I did not plan on waking up at 1 in the morning. The only reason why I woke up at 1 in the morning, because it was hot as hell in my house. The heater was on, but I wasn't cold. So I think the heat woke me up. You know, I'm like, God, it's hot up in here, you know. So when I looked at time, I think it was a little after 1 o'clock or whatever. I was like, oh, let me just turn on the TV, you know, and let me see if the uh, you know, are they even talking about the wedding or you know, I didn't know exactly what time it was gonna start. So anyway, I turned on the T V and um and uh the coverage had already started. I mean, you had people out here in California, they were having a watch party, they were interviewing one of Megan's old teachers, yeah, I was her teacher. It's like, what? You know, never mind you, this is after one in the morning, right? You know, people all dressed up, can't wait. I'm like, what? Then, you know, they switched it back to England. Y'all, when they switched it back to England, the wedding guests were already walking to the church. Yes, you guys. Because remember, um, it's like an eight or nine hour difference. So out there in England, I think it was already, uh, what, after nine o'clock in the morning or something? It's like, what? So people are already walking to the church, and guess who the first person I noticed? Idris Elba. Yes, you guys, <laughs> Idris Elba and his baby mama. <laughs> I was like, is that Idris? I knew it was, but I'm like, Idris is there? I'm like, what? And, you know, when after Idris caught my attention, I was like, oh, who else is going to pop up? Then a few minutes later, Cause you know you see other people arriving and stuff like that. Then next thing you know, Oprah came, y'all, you know, she was rolling solo and she had her invitation in her hand, you know, and an attendant was kind of like telling her where to sit, you know, and all of that. And I'm like, what? Uh oh, wait a second, you guys. Uh, this laptop, the battery's running low, so let me plug it up. Before it dies on me. Hold on, y'all. So, yeah, I seen Oprah. I'm like, wait a second. We got Idris. We got Oprah. And Oprah was wearing her church hat. (laughs) Did you guys see it? Because I guess uh, the guests were told, you know, for the women, wear kind of like a, what would you call it? Kind of like a, God, what kind of dress? Maybe a dress you would wear to like a tea party or something like that, you know? And wear those little hats, you know, they call them fascinators, you know, like wear a cute little hat or whatever. Man, Oprah busted out with her church hat, you know, 'cause you know, she's old school, you know, it's like we're going to church. I'm 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 you know, I got my church hat on. And oh and she looked nice. Oprah really looked nice, so Oh yeah, and um, oh yes, oh yes, cat. Serena, honey. Serena was there, honey, with braids down to her waist. Yes, honey, shout out to, to Serena. And then her husband, I was like, damn, he looking nice. I was like, okay, Serena, I see you, you know. And her husband has to be pretty tall. Serena, what is she, like 5'9 or something like that? And she had on heels, and he was still taller than her. So I don't know what happened. He must be what, six foot three? Something like that. And I'm like, okay. And he was dressed in, you know, the puffs with the tails, you know, you know, like old school, British. I'm like, okay, I see you. All right, all right. Then this one chick was walking down, um, I don't know if you would call it a street, because it wasn't like a real street, you know what I mean, like a little five street, I guess you would say. Honey, she was walking down looking like a ball. I'm like, who the heck is this? It was that chick. Oh my god, I can't pronounce her name. Piazza Chopra. Um, she was just on that show. Unfortunately, it just got canceled. What is that? Quantico? You know? Yes, her. Honey, she had on like this nice gray suit, like you know. Um, and she had her little hat on, kind of like tilted to the side to match. And she, the way she was walking, though, she was walking like a boss. That's what caught my attention. I'm like, who is this? You know what I mean? And she had her hair up, you know, whatever. I'm like, what? And then some chick next to her, I want this dress so bad. She was like in tangerine orange, and she had on a black hat. I don't know who the heck that was, but I'm like, I need that outfit. Because the outfit that she wore, it was the bomb, okay, and it looked so comfortable, too, oh, like tangerine orange, I'm like, what? Who else, and what's the, the actor, Tom Hardy was there with his wife, her dress, I loved it, it was like a flowery dress, and she had a black hat, but she had flowers in the hat, I mean, that kind of matched her dress, I was like, oh, and her hair was kind of like pitch black, so the colors, the flowers on her hat stood out, against her hair, and plus the dress, I was like, she was on point, I'm like, I love that dress, and that hat, and those flowers, I'm like, what, they look like tiny flowers, I'm like, oh, okay, I see you, I see you, then there was George Clooney and his wife, Now to meet George Clooney, he's more like a regular spoon, you know, which, okay, fine, but he just looked like and his suit was nice, you know, but I don't know. I don't know if it was his beard or something. I don't know. It was just like, dude, maybe you should have dressed up a little more. The only reason why I say that because his wife was on point. Everybody, you know how the media asked, who do you think looks the best? And, you know, and they were talking about his wife. She had on a bright yellow dress. It was long, and she had, a, a like, a bright yellow hat to match. You know what I mean? Like, she came there just done. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, look at me, you know what I'm saying? And then he just had on like a suit. I don't know. It seemed like, I don't know, it seemed like uh, he was too underdressed to me compared to her, you know what I mean? And then the dress she wore, it fit her body shape, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so she looked nice. And who else was there? Oh, of course, David Beckham, you know. Dave, oh, look, cat said he doesn't care. He was just glad to be there, yep. And then I was wondering, too, why some of these people were there, you know, because they weren't invited just because they were movie stars or anything like that. Well, the reason why Serena was there is because um, I guess her and Megan met when they did some kind of, like, I I think it was like a charity volleyball game or something like that. So they struck up a conversation and they hit it off. So the next thing you know, they became friends. The same thing with the actress I was telling you about. Um, The Indian actress, Priyaka Chopra, that's also how she met Megan. They were at a luncheon for women or something like that. Struck up a conversation, and they've been friends ever since, you know? And with Idris, it was something about, I don't know if he was a part of, you know how Princess Diana, you know, has a charity foundation. I don't know if when he was younger, like a kid, he benefited from that, or it was something like that. And also, you have to remember, come on, is Idris Elba the most successful, you know, black British film actor? I mean, come on, of course, you know? And, um, oh, yeah, I was talking about David Beckham, you know, David Beckham, and of course, Victoria Beckham, you know? Somebody said they were rolled up like they were from that movie, Kingsman. <laughs> yes, David. Yeah, he looks nice. Now, David Beckham, he's cute to me, except to me, he kind of looks older than what he really is. You know what I mean? He's in his 40s, but, you know, he looks a little, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, uh, like he's enjoyed his life, okay? <laughs> Let's put it that way. Party over here, you know what I mean? And he was all decked out, okay? Like wow, like hot like he was getting married. But you know, David is padded up, y'all, it's all over his neck. He got hats on his hands, and I was like, ooh, uh, okay, you know, but he still is nice. And homegirl shocked me. The actress Gina Torres. Um, I didn't know she's, uh, she's on the show Suit. Um, I didn't know that. And you know Gina Torres, um, she is the ex-wife of uh, Lawrence Fishburne, you know, and everything like that. But Gina Torres, she's been acting, you know what I mean, in her own right. So yeah, so yeah, I can't say, yeah, you lives a hard life, uh huh. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, and oh, Josh Stone was there. Oh, I love me some Josh Stone. If you're not familiar with Josh Stone, uh, she's a British singer. And she's one of these white chicks that um, can blow. You know, hey, you want her to sing Aretha? She can sing Aretha. You you understand what I'm saying? I mean, she can blow. I'm like, wow. So uh, she was there. Elton John, of course, was there. He was friends, very good friends with Princess Diana, you know, and he sung at her funeral. And, you know, he's been a friend of the family for many years. And uh and then that um heavy set guy, you know that British guy that'd be hosting all these award shows, I don't know if it's the Grammys or whatever. He does a karaoke in the car with the famous people, James Cordon or whatever. Look at me, you can tell him I don't know. Yeah, well he was there and I was like, Oh, because you know in England he's pretty famous, you know, so he was there. And um, who else was there? And probably tons of people. Oh, Oh, and two of Harry's ex-girlfriends were there. hunting, yes. And I was like, "Oh, why were they invited and why were they there? Well, they have stayed in the royal family, that's not unusual to have some girlfriends come to your wedding. And one of the reasons is because, um, you know, like with the royal family and all these rich people, Um, just because you break up with them, that doesn't mean you're never going to see them again. I mean, you know how we break up with somebody. We don't have to ever see them ever in life, you know. But, you know, when you're really rich, you know, you're still going to see them like at charity events, you know, and things of that nature. And I know two of his girlfriends showed up, and he said um, when they broke up, they broke up on good terms. You know what I mean? So, Oh, no, it's kind of unusual to me, but that's just how the royal family rolls, you know. And I can understand the fact that, you know, they will be seeing each other again, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like, okay, if that's how y'all, hey, you like it, I love it, whatever. Oh, and guess who else was there? A lady I totally forgot existed. Sarah Ferguson. Yes, Auntie. (laughs) Prince Harry's aunt, Sarah Ferguson. Um, If you're not familiar with Sarah Ferguson, um, she married into the royal family, God, was it back in the late 80s, early 90s? I forgot. And she, she seemed like the public loved her because she was very, what's the word, she's a little rough around the edges, you know, she has this bright red hair, and I remember when she would laugh and stuff, I mean, she would laugh, you understand what I mean? She just struck me as somebody that, um, I don't know, that would be very comfortable talking to uh, people that are not rich. You understand what I mean? But guess what, y'all? Oh, the paparazzi. Carter cheating. Yeah, she was having some kind of affair or something with a super rich American guy. I think it was in oil or something like that. Yeah, so she got busted, and uh, she got a divorce. And that was considered a, hey, Karen, what's up? And that was considered a big embarrassment to the royal family. So to make a long story short, uh, she was not invited to Prince William's wedding. I didn't know that. So uh, the royal family was like, no, nah, you ain't coming to the wedding. But guess what Prince Harry said about his wedding? Auntie, you are come, okay? You're coming to my wedding. You know, so that says a lot. Cause he's kind of, sort of going against protocol, you know. So yeah, honey, he he <laughs> uh, he invited his auntie, honey Sarah Ferguson, she was wedding, and uh, because technically she's not a member of the royal family anymore, she wasn't allowed to sit with the rest of the royal family. But she was still there sitting in that church, though, you know. And the weird thing about it is, even though she's divorced from their husband, they still stay at the same house. They still live together. So I don't know how that works. I don't know if they're doing that because they love each other and they can't get married again. I I have no idea. But anyway, I know they're living together. So <laughs> yeah, so that is something. Yeah, Kat, he is doing him. I know. It's like, what? And not only that, Prince Harry invited 2,640, quote-unquote, everyday people who are making a difference and showing strong leadership, because you know how his mom was all into charity work and things of that nature, so he wanted to recognize the, quote-unquote, everyday person that is making a difference. And you could see some of them that were interviewed before the wedding, they were so excited, they were like... God, I must be doing some really good things if, you know, it's gotten noticed and Prince Harry wants me to come to his wedding. So I thought that was an excellent gesture. And not only that, um, I think like 100 kids from local schools in the area, uh, they were allowed to come. And of course, you know, some of the staff at the Royal Household, you know, they was representing too, you know. But I guess you would say the sort of intimate guest. Um, it was 600 people, you know. And um, what else? Oh, and Megan Chani, she invited 25 people from the cast of her show. You know her show, suit. Yes, she flew in 25 people from the show. Even the guy that played her husband on the show, he was there, you know, and I was like, wow. And getting back, uh, back to Prince Harry. And he also invited soldiers um, to be a part of his wedding. Now, these are men that he actually uh, was with during the war in Afghanistan. So these are men that he's seen on a day-to-day basis, you know, in the military, you know. So he got to know them really well. They got to know him and everything like that. So he's all, you know, I want to be a part of my wedding, (laughs) you know. And so there was like about 24 of them. Uh, were all looking nice in their military gear, you know, and so when him and Megan left the church, you know, they gave him a salute, you know, and all that stuff to him and his new wife, and then you had another set of soldiers all decked out on horseback, and they were a part of, you know, the, what do you call it, the carriage ride, you know, and stuff like that, I'm like, damn, you talk of now, Damn, I loved that. I really did. Because he didn't have to do that. We know that. But it's like, wow, that says a lot, you know. And the thing is, this church, first of all, this church is a 1,000 years old. I'm like a 1,000 years old. And the way the way the way the church is is that not everybody was inside the church. It was, how can I explain it? It's kind of like when you walk. Up the steps to the church. Um, there's kind of like I don't know if you would call it an alcove. You know, H- how would you explain that? I don't know. What you, I don't know how to explain it. You're sort of outside, but then you have a covering over it. You know, it's like a part of the church. You understand what I mean? And then you walk through the actual church. So not all 600 people were sitting, like, literally inside the church. Some were, like, um, sitting in the alcove, most of them. You know, like David Beckham and stuff like that. They weren't sitting actually inside the church. They were, like, in the alcove area. So a lot of people weren't able to actually view the wedding, you know, but they could hear it. You understand what I mean? So, oh, and then the alcove area, it was uh, beautifully done. Tons of flowers and stuff wrapped around the pillars. I mean, it was not, and I bet it smelled so good. People are like, oh, it smells so good. <laughs> I can imagine. So anyway, you guys, so, you know, everybody's waiting to be seated, you know, and the camera's panning, you know, who's at the wedding, and they're the guests are talking to each other looking for their seats, you know, and, you know, everybody's, you know. Getting herself together Because it's almost time for the wedding to start Then the next thing you know A Mercedes van with tinted windows Parks on the side of the street And it's like Who's this Guess who rolls out Prince Harry and his brother They came out of that van Dressed in a military uniform But this wasn't just The The royal family Military outfit He wore his uniform out of respect to the soldiers that served with him. You know what I mean? So I know in Prince William's wedding and in all the other weddings previously, you know, you're supposed to wear your super, I don't know, (laughs) super-duper royal family military gear, you know, with all the medals and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And Prince Harry's like, I ain't wearing all that today. Just give me basic military gear. So that's what he wore. Him and his uh, brother wore basic, you know, they look nice, you know, though, but, I mean, you know, they didn't have all their medals on, and uh, 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 they wasn't rolling like that, you know. And when he got out the van and stuff and he started walking, Humble was walking with a little swag, you know, he had a little swag (laughs) to his step. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling you, you know. it's like, okay. I mean, he was walking down the street like with confidence, you know? He was kind of like, let's do this, you know? So him and his brother walked for, I don't know, maybe like a half a block or something like that, and people were lined up. I don't know if they were people that worked at the royal palace. I'm not sure, but a lot of them all wore the same uniform, you know, and all that kind of stuff, and then behind them, um they were like uh onlookers you know what i mean so yeah <laughs> what'd you say cat my coworker said he he has swag yeah because i never paid attention to him before but honey when he got out that van and started walking down the street he was like what uh <laughs> let's just say he was walking a little different than his brother you know what i mean so anyway so they're walking down the street they're waving. You know, at people and everything like that, they're doing a little small talk and something, you know, stuff like that. And the minute they stepped foot onto that church grounds, honey, all the people in the alcove stood up for him. You know, it was like, oh, oh, here, here he is, him and his brother. So everybody stood up, you know. And so him and his brother, you know, they were like waving at him, smiling at him, you know, because these are people they know. You know, hey, what's up, Uncle John? You know what I mean? <laughs> and stuff like that. So then they walked into the actual church. They sat down in two chairs, and these two chairs were in the front of the church, you know, where the wedding was going to take place. But they were kind of like off to the side. So, honey, he was sitting there waiting, honey, waiting for that black bride. No. <laughs> So then the next thing you know, the camera is focused on this small, beautiful building, and it's called some kind of something hotel, but, y'all, it wasn't a hotel. You know what I'm saying? This looks like some kind of, like, little mini, I don't want to say mini castle, but you know what I mean. That that was not a hotel, <laughs> okay? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so anyway, and that was where the bride and her mom would be coming out of. Now, of course, you don't see her, like, enter the car or anything like that. But the next time you see her, she's already in the car. But guess what car it was, y'all? <laughs> a vintage chocolate brown Rolls Royce guy. Oh, and she was in there with her mom. Oh, and a fleet of Range Rovers were following behind them. I'm like, where did they do this at? I was like, this is interesting. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. You guys, the car was so shiny. It was like the, so I've never seen a car <laughs> so shiny in all my life, right? So then uh, as they're, um, going by, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of people lining the street, you know, as she and her mom passed by, and she waves, you know, you really don't see her dress and stuff that good, you know, because she's sitting in the car and everything, and, um and the cars are moving pretty quickly, because, you know, they're on a, excuse me, they're on a time limit, you know what I mean, it's like, you know, so they weren't going, you know, the cars weren't going slowly, you know, they were going pretty quick, you know. And then the queen and her husband was also on the way at the same time, Prince Charles and Camilla, you know, so everything is like choreographed. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then when the queen arrives, you know, it's like, boom, this party is getting ready to start, you know? And she had on like this, I don't know, would you call it bright yellow outfit? Some people call it kind of like a lemon lime color, you know, with a big hat on, you know? And how old is uh, Queen Elizabeth? I think she's like 92 or something like that. And um, her husband, of course, was with her. You know, he's 96. And he wore his tux, you know, with the tails, you know, because I, you know, Prince Harry's like, eh, I don't want y'all wearing all this military gear with the medals, and that, you know, uh, which is, you know, so he wore his tufts and his tails, you know, and stuff like that. And it was weird because he just got out of the hospital, y'all. He's 96 years old. He just got out of the hospital because he went in a month, about a month ago for hip surgery. To be honest with you guys, I didn't think he was going to make it. He's 96, and when you're 96 going into surgery, uh, I mean, this guy's almost 100, you know, but he looks nice for a 96-year-old man that just had surgery. Of course, being super rich helps, but you all know what I'm talking about, you know, so I'm like, what? You know, and Prince Charles was there. He wore a nice, you know, with his lady, Camilla, you know, <laughs> and everything like that. So meanwhile, while all this is happening, Prince Harry is, you know, sitting down next to his brother, you know, and they're laughing a little bit, talking a little, you know, and everything like that. Guess what, y'all? <laughs> next thing you know, the bride, Rolls Royce, pulls up to the church. Somebody must have told him, like, she's here or something like that because his demeanor changed a little bit. To me it did because it seemed like he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, dang, this is getting, really getting ready to happen, you know. So it was like, what? You know, like, mm here we go, here we go, you know. And um, I think Prince William must have um, left his chair, you know, like, it's getting ready to start. I got to go take my place. <laughs> you know, and everything like that. So anyway, uh, Megan's Rolls Royce pulls up to the church, right? And I don't know how they did this. Yeah, I think Kathy did get nervous. And I don't know how they did it, but when she pulled up to the church, her mother wasn't in the car anymore. It was her and uh, these two little boys. Um, actually, I think they're her best friend's um, children. They're twins, and they're seven years old, and they were the ones, that held her train and everything like that. So I don't know at what point, when the mama got dropped off at the church, you know, but when she rolled up, the mom wasn't in the car anymore. It was just her and the two little boys. Okay, so the door opens up for her. You know, she steps out the Rolls Royce, and immediately this lady walks up to her and starts fixing her dress and stuff. And, well, it turns out that lady was the designer of the dress. Yes. You know, and and her dress was a simple dress. You know, some people felt it was too simple. I thought it was all right. You know, it was very simple, kind of like a scoop neck, or they call it bolt neck, you know, dress and everything like that. Cream colored silk, heavy silk. Um, Yeah, I liked it, whatever. You know, and she didn't wear a necklace. You know, she wore little earrings, you know, and everything like that. And she had a veil, you know, she had a veil on and everything. So, yeah, so the lady helped her out. Oh, shut up, negative nine. Let me, um, uh, how can I block your ass? <laughs> oh, God. Let me see. Let me block you real quick. Mm. I know, right? Let me see how I can block this mother. Oh, wait. I think I can do it right now. Oh, wait. Let me block. Let me see. you're <laughs> so stupid. Trying eh, to mess up our vibe, right? Uh, okay, I think that's it. Yeah, so anyway, um, so the designer of the dress straightens her dress out and everything like that, and then she um makes sure the train is okay, and then the two boys get behind her, and she walks up the steps. then you know, there are some people, you know, looking at this, you know, the fans, I guess I call them fans, I don't know what you call them, so they're like, hey, you know, and everything like that. And so she walks up, she's walking up to the steps of the church, and the two little boys are holding her train, and she looks back at the crowd, and she waves at them, you know, and stuff like that. So it's like, okay. And then um, she stops at the entrance to the church. Oh, first of all, you guys, as she's walking up the stairs to the church, the minister is waiting for her at the top of the stairs. And she stops briefly, you know, and waves at the crowd. And so she gets to the top of the stairs. When she gets to the top of the stairs, that's when some horns start playing. You know, kind of like medieval. You know what I mean, like to make an announcement. You know what I mean, from like back in the day. When those horns started playing, one of those twin boys, he opened up his mouth wide, and he started smiling. It was almost like he got nervous, like, oh, damn. This is it. You know what I mean? He was like, Oh but then he got serious again, you know, he stopped smiling, he got and um and her and the two boys, you know, she was led through the alcove, you know, so through all the guests, you know, and as she was going down the aisle, past the alcove and right into the actual church, you know, then some flower girls were behind her. Yeah, trumpeters. There you go, Karen, you know I don't have no class. <laughs> Yes, and I didn't see the trumpeters. I don't know where they were at. I don't know, but you just hear it, you know, when she's, you know, at the steps of the church. So anyway, she's walking down the aisle, and so now you have the flower girls. I don't even know where they popped up at, y'all. And they were very young. One, I think, was like three, one was four. You know what I mean? I think one was maybe six years old, and I was like, wow, some of these are really super young, you know, and I was like, ooh, I hope they don't mess up. That's what it was, you know, I was like, ooh, I hope they don't mess up. So anyway, so you have the two twins carrying her train. Now you got the flower girl. They're doing good, and then she stops, you know, because she's almost in the front. She stops, and Prince Charles is waiting for her kind of on the side. He smiles at her, you know, and he says something to her. Probably you look nice or whatever. So um, he says something to her. She smiles at him, and um, he extends his arm. She takes it, and, honey, Prince Charles leads her to her man. <laughs> and um, and then uh, the page boys, you know, the guys that were holding, the little boys holding her train and the flower girls, um, they start exiting, you know, to the side. And she stoops down and gives one of the flower girls her bouquet, you know, And Prince Harry, you know, tells his dad, thank you, you know, and he smiles at his dad, you know. And then a woman starts singing. And when I say singing, you know what I mean. I'm not talking about singing, you know. (laughs) I'm talking about she's all, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And violins were also playing live violins were playing while she was singing. You know, very nice voice, you know. And then while the lady was singing, the violins were playing. You know, Prince Harry was looking at Meghan, and then he said, you look amazing, you know. now you can't hear him say this. You can only look at his mouth as he's saying it, you know. And then the media is reporting that also, you know. And, you know, she's all smiling and such. She act like she's innocent. you know, both of them, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone sang a hymn, and I think it was Princess Diana's favorite hymn. I'm not too sure because I think they sang like two hymns or something like that. So I'm not pretty. I'm not too sure, but they did. Uh, everybody started singing a hymn, and uh, then it seemed like they said two separate vows, which are interesting, you know. So uh, the minister was there, and then it's kind of like they said their vows, but it was almost like a warm up. You know what I mean? Because they didn't exchange rings at this time or whatever. But they did say some vows, you know, and the minute he said, like, I will or I do, all you hear is the roar of the crowd outside. I don't know if it was the, the guests that were seated in the alcove and also the people that were outside. You just hear this roar you know, of like, yes, you know, and it was loud, you know, and then people in the church started laughing, you know, and Prince Harry started laughing, you know, and then when it came her turn, same thing happened, just like, yes, you know, people clapping and stuff, you know, and it was like, wow, that was was funny, and then after that, uh, Princess Diana's sister, she read something briefly, and I'm sorry, I forgot what she read, it was brief, Oh, I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't know if it was part of the Song of Solomon from the Bible, or was it a poem? I'm sorry, you guys, I forgot. Uh, but she uh, read that briefly. And then comes the black minister. <laughs> yes, y'all. Uh, his name is Michael Curry. And, homeboy, I shouldn't God forgive you. That's not nice to call minister homeboy, sorry, uh, minister <laughs> Curry, he's from Chi-Town, okay? And so while he was speaking, um, Harry and Megan, Megan, hey, I'm going to switch it, hey, okay? <laughs> Harry and Megan, uh, they were sitting off to the side of the church, you know, and they were just holding hands, you know, and they were smiling and laughing, you know, at some of the things the minister was saying because he was talking about love, you know, but he was really getting into it, you know, because the British minister that was doing their vows and stuff, you know, was like, oh, yes, love, you know, and that kind of stuff. And then the brother was like, love, you know what I mean? He didn't overdo it, but one lady, her mouth flew open, you know, because <laughs> they're not used to ministers showing any type of emotion. You know what I mean? It was like, whoa. Oh, Karen, you did watch the part with the minister. Yes, he did have a nice message. And his message was basically all about love. You know, that's what his message was about, you know. And it seemed at first to me, at first it seemed like he was talking a long time. Because at first I was like, ooh, brother, ooh, you've been talking a long time. And my first thought was uh, Queen Elizabeth. Because, you know, she in her 90s, her husband's pushing 100 I'm like, ooh, we need to keep this moving, you know what I mean? But um, he knew uh he was on a schedule, you know, cause he had his little um tablet, you know, he was reading, you know what I mean. So I think he knew he was, you know, he was very on schedule. But yeah, one lady, her mouth was wide open, like what is he talking about, you know? And you have to understand, they are not used to black American preachers, you know. Now, not all black people attend those type of churches where there's yelling and screaming. I don't mean to say it like that, but you know what I mean. But he wasn't yelling or screaming, but I think it's the fact that he was showing emotion, and plus the church has a really big echo because the church is a thousand years old. I think, you know, it was like, whoa, what is going on here, you know? So, like I said, he wasn't yelling or screaming or anything like that, but he was definitely more boisterous <laughs> than, um, you know, than the British minister. Oh yeah, cat. Yes, uh, we can. Yeah, long-winded. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're right, um, Karen. Episcopalian ministers are kind of like they're not as animated, which is right, you know. So, but then, okay, Karen. Now, did you catch the part you said he did his speech right? But didn't he say something about slavery? I was like he said something about slavery captivity, and I was like, he said something about an old slave spiritual sung during slavery, or something. I was like, bruh, now's not the time, brother. <laughs> oh we ain't bringing up slavery right now, bruh. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh about it, but it's like, uh, mm-hmm. slavery, no. Yeah, I can't remember he said something about a spiritual song or some kind of song that was sung during slavery. Because I remember he said something about slavery, and I just remember like, oh, shit. I just remember like, where are you going with this? And I was like, oh, what? I was like, okay. And then after that, I was like, I wonder, did Queen Elizabeth review his speech? I don't think she did. I just think, you know, Prince Harry told her, hey, Mom, I'm going to have an American, you know, miniature speak, you know, is that all right? And she probably was like, sure, you know, I I can guarantee you she did not look at that speech, you know. Yeah, what'd you say, Kat? I heard about that, and I didn't like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, okay, you know, that was weird to me. It's like, ooh, uh, you know, today of all days, you know, come on. She married a white man. <laughs> like, ooh, I think I I think I don't want to get married right now. Yeah. Uh-uh. I, wanna, I think I'm going to take my reparations and leave right now. It's like, mm-mm. But, yeah, and what else? And, uh, oh, yeah, so then he was talking and stuff, right? And what was so funny was after a while he said, you know what, I'm going to stop talking because we got to get y'all married. <laughs> and he said it just like that. And then people started laughing. Prince Harry started laughing. Megan started laughing, you know. And then after he sat down, guess what? It gets blacker, y'all. That's when the black choir came out. Yes. I'm talking about braids, y'all, okay? We had braids galore at that wedding, okay? <laughs> so um, they sung the song Stand By Me. Oh, God, what a classic. And I hate that uh, Benny King, I hate that he passed away because, you know, he passed away about two years ago. And too bad he didn't live to, um, you know, hmm hear the song being sung you know but yeah so the choir song uh stand by me and uh what else and uh oh and then after the choir song then that's when things it started getting a little nerve wracking because guess what that's when the the real vow like the n vowels and the ring exchange this is this is it, y'all. And I don't know why I got nervous. I don't, I don't understand that. And keep in mind, throughout this whole process, they they have been holding hands. Okay, when they were sitting down listening to the minister, they were holding hands. They were forever holding hands. The only time they stopped holding hands is uh, when they had to kneel down uh, in prayer. That's the only time they stopped holding hands. You know. So anyway, they held hands, and the English minister, you know, he took over again. And, you know, like I said, they kneeled down in prayer and um, everything like that. And then, you guys, I forgot when it happened. Um, Oh, honey, a black woman took the podium. I'm like, who's this? Um, uh, It's a black lady, you know, a Brit, you know. Guess what, y'all? came there. Guess who to represent? To represent the queen, you guys. Yes. You know, um, I think it's the Church of England, if I'm not mistaken. I'm probably wrong, but I think so. Um, There's like about 30 clergy people, you know, that are members. And uh, she was picked (laughs) Uh, to say a few words, um, you know, at the wedding. I'm like, what? As far as I know, she is the first woman and the first black woman uh, to be a clergy member, you know, like to the royal family and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, you go, sister. I'm like, yeah. So anyway, they took their vows, they exchanged rings and, you know, everything like that. And then, wait, it's not over, you guys. Then they were kind of like escorted out, like, off to the side, like into another room or something like that. So Prince Harry and Meghan, you know, they were escorted off, and right behind them, that's when Prince Charles left his seat. And when he left his seat, he turned back and extended his hand, and he took uh, Meghan's mom's hand, and they walked hand in hand uh, behind their children, you know, out of the view, you know, of the crowd. They went in another room somewhere. And at first I was like, where are they going? You know what I mean? Well, actually what they were doing back there is they were signing those papers. (laughs) That's what they were doing to actually, uh, they were signing the registry and everything like that to actually make the wedding official. So anyway, while they're in the back doing their thing, signing all those documents and stuff like that, then you had a 19-year-old black man, uh, playing the cello and it was beautiful, you guys. And um and he's British, you know. And he was playing the cello and I was like, what and they had him like front and center, y'all, playing that cello. You know, and then he had, you know, an accompany what do you call it? Accompanyment? I don't, you know I'm ghetto. Anyway, you know, some people were accompanying him. <laughs> while he was playing the cello. You know, you have people playing the violin and everything like that. I don't remember how long he was playing. I don't know, maybe 10 minutes or something like that. So anyway, next thing you know, the the couple comes back into the main chapel, you know, and then they uh, leave. You know, they walk back. They're walking out of the church. They leave with the flower girls and the page boys you know, behind them. And then when they left the church, you know, they're outside, um, uh, you know, music was playing. You know, what what kind of music would you call? It? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that kind of music. That kind of music is playing. But then as they were walking down the stairs, the music changed. Guess what the song was? This little light of mine <laughs> I'm gonna let it shine. I'm like, Oh, I used to sing that in church. I think a lot of people used to a lot of black people used to sing that in church. I'm like, Oh, but they're playing it at the royal wedding. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, that's how they rollin', that's how they're rolling. So while that was being sung, this little light of mine uh, they were uh, entering their carriage, you know, and everything like that. And then they left and, you know, they went down the streets, you know, and hundreds of thousands of people on the street, you know, and they did their little waves, you know, and everything like that. So so that part of the wedding, that's it, y'all, as far as the wedding goes. But I want to give you guys some little tidbits here, which is interesting. Um When Megan was 15 years old, she went to England. And guess what she did, you guys? She took a picture of herself. Uh, There's a picture of her in front of Buckingham Palace. Isn't that weird? How many millions of people have taken a picture in front of Buckingham Palace? It's like, oh, and who, that is so weird. Who would have thought, you know, like what? 20 years later, that she was actually like, you know, and I'm going to be living up in there. It's like, that is amazing. It's like, what? Oh, and also, too, Princess Diana's family. They were there um, uh, besides the sister who spoke. You know, her family was represented there. Now, you guys may not remember this or not, but remember uh, at Princess Diana's funeral, yeah, you've seen that cat? Yeah, I I bet she couldn't imagine ever living there. You know, it's like, God, you're 15, you see the big giant castle, like, wow. Hell, I'm old as hell. And I'm like, wow. So, yeah. So, Diana's brother, if you guys remember or not, he was pissed uh, because back in the day, because remember at Princess Diana's funeral, the royal family had William and Harry walk behind her castle And remember at the time, Prince Harry was like 12, and I think Prince William was like like 14, and the brother was like, they will not be walking behind my sister's casket. But, you know, the royal family was like, well, this is kind of like protocol, and he's like, I don't give a damn about protocol they are not walking behind my sister's casket you know he was like that's almost like a child abuse hell no and then remember too when they were walking behind the casket hundreds of thousands of people were watching them you know what I mean it was like so anyway I don't know what happened but all I know was they did walk behind the casket and the brother said I will never forget them crying and crying you know it's like God, dogged, you know. But ever since then, um, they've been kind of cool with the royal family. It's like, mm-mm. But he also said back in the day, he vowed he would make sure those two boys were protected and they wouldn't be destroyed like his sister was destroyed. I'm like, Damn. So they probably, the royal family probably doesn't have that good of a relationship with her side of the family. I think they probably get along, get along for the sake, you know, of her two sons. You know, they're probably cordial to each other, you know, and everything like that. So, yeah, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he was pissed. I definitely remember that. What's some other kid bit? Megan's mama. She had a nose ring, y'all. I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, I am done. I loved it. I'm like, homegirl showed up at her daughter's royal wedding with a nose ring. I'm like, where do they do this at? I'm I'm like, I am loving all of this. You hear me? I'm like, what? And I know some people were like, well, where was her family at? You know, and all this stuff. Well, first of all, how old is Megan's mom? I think she's 60, 61. I mean, I don't know if her aunts and uncles are still living. If they are still living, are you really going to, like, fly them? You know what I'm saying? They are probably maybe in their 80s, maybe 90s. I mean, eh, you know, and then her mother and father, I think they have since passed, you know, if I'm not mistaken. So who is going to come with her to the wedding, though? You know what I mean? And keep in mind, too, this isn't like, I hate to say, like a regular wedding. You understand what I mean? It's like you can't be effing this up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So probably to be on the safe side, she's like, I'm going by my damn self. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know her ex-husband, you know, Megan's a father. You know, he just had uh, heart surgery, so he couldn't go. That's the reason why he couldn't go. And his side of the family, uh you know, they're a little sketchy, too. <laughs> you know, so I, I guess the two of them are like, you know what, we're going to leave everybody home, and it's just going to be the two of us, you know, because the two of them together, they like lie to die. You know what I mean? So, yes. So, yes, yes, yes. But everybody was like, oh, the mom is by herself. Oh, how sad. Uh, No, it ain't sad for her. It's sad for you. You're the one that get up go, got to go to work in the morning. <laughs> Her mama just quit her job. <laughs> so I trust and believe her mama doing just fine. <laughs> her mama is doing just fine right now. She is probably uh eating some crumpets and sipping on some she is doing great, trust me. You know, it's like mm mm. I mean it's been too even if she bought a crowd of relatives, eh. You know what I'm saying? Every relative has different personalities. It's like, oh, so-and-so, they haven't left the hotel yet. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh-uh. Yeah, Karen, Um, yeah, heard her dad and her brother sold negative stories to the tablets. Yeah, I remember something ghetto was happening, you know, so I know they were like, eh, nah, forget that. Oh, and I watched their first interview, you know, after uh, they were engaged and stuff like that, you know, they sat down for an interview. I guess it was, like, 20 minutes, you know, or something like that. And uh, they said they met through a mutual friend. Uh, They're not going to say who the friend is, you know, to keep the person's privacy, but they said they kind of met through a mutual friend. And um, Harry didn't know who she was. You know, it wasn't like, oh, you know, she's on this show, Suits. He's like, what's that? (laughs) You know, he didn't know who um, she was. And he just, from um, okay, he's Prince Harry, you know, because you know Prince Harry comes with a reputation. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he he got some, he had some women, okay? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, she has told the friend, is he a nice guy? Which I'm sure, you know, because it's like, yeah, I know Prince. I know he's a prince. I know he's rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was like, is he nice, though? You know, so like, don't have him rolling up like, hey,
1: you know, am I
0: going to hit this tonight or what? <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, um, uh, they hit it off the minute they met. You know, they had good conversation and stuff. But guess what was interesting that Prince Harry said? He said when he started talking to her, he knew he had to step up his game. He actually used that phrase. Step up his game. He knew it. And I'm like, you know what? That says a lot. When a prince time, and after a few minutes, he's like, oh, damn, I got to come correct. <laughs> Whoa, it looks like I can't be riding up this prince thing. I'm a prince. I'm a prince. <laughs> oh, no, I got to have a little something else behind me, you know. And so they hit it off that night. They talked and all that stuff. And then they were like, wow this is going great, you know, and he agreed, like, wow, this is, you know, we're hitting it off good, and so they agreed to see each other the next day, like, hey, you know, you you want to meet tomorrow, you know, so they agreed to meet the next day, then after they met the next day, it was like, I like this, you know, so the next thing you know, they got their little calendars together, you know, just to see, like, God, you know, when are going to see each other again? Hey, what's up, Mr. T? So they got out their little calendars and their little schedule to see when are they going to meet up again because Prince Harry, he was on his way to Africa for a month, you know, and she, you know, was filming her show. But, of course, to make a long story short, they worked it out. When um, she would literally, you know, after spending time with him, she would literally get off the plane and go straight to the set of her show. It's like, you talk about a boss. Can you imagine? I don't know, like, say, you know, spending the weekend with a prince, you know, you hop on a plane after that, and boom, you in the makeup chair getting ready for your show. It's like, what? What? (laughs) So anyway, so yes, honey. And I think, too, we had talked about this yesterday, Uh, Prince Harry did something that his dad didn't do, uh, which was marry the woman he loved, you know? And also, too, because we had talked about this also yesterday. Keep in mind, when Queen Elizabeth's father died, Queen Elizabeth's uncle immediately became king. But guess what? When he became king, he fell in love with a divorced American woman. So he had to choose the throne or love. Homeboy chose love. He's like, I love her. If that means me giving up the throne, I'm giving up the throne. So, yes, Queen Elizabeth's uncle had to give up the throne, which he did, and that is how Queen Elizabeth became Queen Elizabeth. They was like, well, damn, ain't nobody else around. And they were like, guess what, honey? You're the new queen now. And I think she was in her 20s when she became queen. So as you can see, she's been queen for quite some time. So, yeah, so that is very interesting. So, yeah, and unfortunately with her uncle, uh, because he uh, went against the rules of the royal family, uh, you know, he left England uh, with his new American wife, and they lived in France. And um, I don't think he ever came back to England. I'm not sure. I know he was kind of like ostracized by the family, you know. And I think that's why Queen Elizabeth allowed this wedding to happen in the first place. Because seen, she's seen how this royalty stuff destroyed her uncle. You know what I mean? And her son couldn't marry who he wanted. So I'm pretty sure she watched a terrible her family apart, so she's like, fuck it, I'm old, I'm in my 90s, and she knew he was going to do it anyway, come on, what, you think Queen Elizabeth is like, no, you you can't marry her, you don't think he was going to marry her anyway, of course he was, you know, so yeah, so she knew he was going to do it anyway, so what else, you guys, oh, and some people say he was, if he were next in line to be king, he wouldn't have married her. Uh, he would have. I think he still would have married her. But to be honest with you, I don't think his goal in life is to be a teen. You know what I'm saying? And nah, uh uh-uh. Because so if that was the case, he would have married some other chick in England, you know, if that was really the case. It's like, nah, you know, whatever. I don't care if he was first in line or 10th, 50th in line. He was marrying this chick, okay? Honey, let me tell you, she laid it on him. Let me tell you something. He said (laughs) in the interview, um, you know, that they did together when they first got engaged, he was talking about her. He said the stars aligned. Now, when a man says that, ooh, you know Megan laid it on him, y'all. I'm like, what? When you got a friend talking about the stars aligned and (laughs) all I was like, girl, what you do to this boy? It's like, oh, my God. It's like, wow. Oh, and I did get a chance to watch some of Prince William's wedding. Oh, that wedding versus this wedding. Oh, totally different. Well, first off, Prince William's wedding, it looked like something out of the 17th century. It looked like thousands of people were at the wedding. It looked like a mini city okay thousands of people were in the church it was a different church you know i'm like what it looked like cinderella was getting married y'all they had men dressed in like the trumpeters they were dressed in like from the 17th century blowing the trumpets and stuff it literally looked like something out of a freaking disney movie i'm like what is this and with that wedding all the men in the royal family wore their military gear. I mean, they were decked out in military gear. You know, the whole, you know, the badges, the buttons, you know, and all that stuff. So, yes, that wedding was like a traditional royal wedding. Oh, and nobody was really smiling. I mean, they were acting like they were, you know, at a funeral. You know, meanwhile, Prince Harry... And Megan's wedding, you know, people smiling, chuckling a little bit, you know, like, hey. So, yeah, totally different. And what do you guys think about the women in England, you know, and all over the world, you know, are, they are hating on Megan. It's like, wow. What are you saying, Kat? I haven't watched the wedding yet. I don't want to cry. Kat, I'm going to have to be honest with you. I'm really not into royal weddings like this or anything. But I did shed a little tear. I ain't even going to lie to you. And it's like, why? I don't know why I shed some tears. Because I'm not a, I hate to say it, I'm not a chick flick type of girl. You know what I mean? When I watch movies, it's the expendables. I like stuff to blow up and all this stuff, you know. I mean, I like little chick flicks every once in a while. But this right here, I'm like, damn. Damn. Wow, what's up with the tears? It's like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm not a, a, let's say this, no shade against Lifetime, but I'm not a Lifetime movie. You know what I mean? No shade against Lifetime, but I. that's not usually how I roll. I usually watch murder mysteries or, you know, documentaries on the mafia, <laughs> you know, shoot them up, blow them up. You know, and stuff like that. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's because when I was growing up, you know, Clint Eastwood was popular. Um, Charles Bronson was popular. You know what I mean, that kind of stuff. I don't know. But this wedding, though, I'm like, you know what? And I think the reason why this shed some tears is because they really look like they love each other. I mean, they were very comfortable with each other. Well, hell, they've been getting it in. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but no, it seemed like they were comfortable with each other. And they were like, you know what? I'm doing the right thing. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, yeah, but just, you know, if you see it, if you cry, just go ahead and cry. You know, it just, it was just, I guess, for me, whether they're royalty or not, it didn't matter. It's just the fact that it's kind of rare that it's like, wow, I really think they love each other. Because I'm so used to watching these reality shows. You guys know I do watch um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. (laughs) Yes, I do. However, I've only watched the first episode for the season. I think I've missed five episodes of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. But it's like, eh, I'm kind of not on that chip right now, you know? I'm not on that, you know... Nigga, you know, you're cheating on me. Let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. <laughs> God forgive me, but you understand what I mean? I'm not mm, I'm not feeling it right now. I'm not you know, and then I do watch uh, the Housewives of Atlanta. you know that season fifth season's already wrapped up, but I'm not feeling that right now. You know it's like I'm kind of feeling this little love thing right here, you know. Now, what you're saying? Megan's mother is Jamaican and her father is Mexican. Now, her father looks like a white guy, you know, as I know, and his last name, you know, isn't Spanish, but I could be wrong. You know, I don't know. Oh, what you what'd you say, Karen? I don't watch movies like I used to, but I am a sleepless in Seattle, an officer and all of a, a gentleman type cry. Oh, and you know what, Karen? I have never watched Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, you know, because I'm kind of like, but you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. I did see Officer and a Gentleman years ago, and I remember the uh, the end of Officer and a Gentleman when he picked her up and she took the hat, his hat or something like that. Yes. I'm trying to see what, what chick flicks do I like. Oh, look like I can't find any. Now, let's see. Oh, one that I like, oh, you guys got to check it out. It's not a uh, a movie that will make you cry or anything, but it's called Down With Love. Oh, with Ewan McGregor and uh, what's her name? Y'all know who I'm talking about. Uh, from Bridget Jones' Diary. What's her name? Y'all know who I'm talking about. How come I can't remember her freaking name? What's the actress from Bridget Jones' Diary? Oh, man. Got I have to look her up? What's girl's name? Well, y'all know who I'm talking about. Anyway, yes, Renee Zellweger, how could I forget her? Well, because when you're over 40, they don't use you in movies anymore, which is probably why I forgot, you know, who she was, you know. Yeah, so anyway, in that movie, uh, she plays this chick, she's an author, and she wrote a book, I don't know, some kind of book like I Don't Need a Man or, you know, something like that, and and McGregor is a player, right? Then he goes, you know what, I want her. And so he pretends, though, to be a geek, you know. And you could tell she's attracted to him, but he's playing a geek. So he's like, oh, no, I could never kiss you because I know you wouldn't want that. You know what I mean? It's like in in her mind, she's like, kiss me, kiss me. But, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you said you didn't need a man, you know, and you're talking all this yin-yang. So, oh, God, I love that movie. What's another chick flick I like, man? There's not that many of them. Mm, oh, an old movie with Keanu Reeves, A Walk in the Cloud. I think it's based during World War II. He comes back from the war. His wife has cheated on him, so he immediately leaves the apartment and gets on a bus, and he, when he gets on the bus, this chick is on the bus crying, and he's all, why are you crying? And she goes, well, you know, I'm coming back from college to visit my parents, and I'm pregnant. <laughs> And I have no idea what I'm going to do. And so, anyway, they decide, you know what, why don't I just pretend I'm your husband for right now, you know. So, anyway, they get to her family's estate, you know, because they got some money, and he pretends to be her husband. But, you know, then they end up falling in love with each other, uh, you know, and everything like that. So, that was a good movie. But, yeah, I'm trying to think of another chick movie I like. I hate to say the, the word chick, right? Uh, I think like I like that old movie, Hope Float. Yeah, remember that movie uh, with Sandra Bullock from back in the day? Yeah, I like that movie. Um, yeah, I guess I got to tune in with my more romantic channel, The Romance, right? Okay, what else, you guys? Um, oh, did you guys know? That they got married on Malcolm X's birthday. Yes, you guys, <laughs> they were married. Oh, what did you say? Oh, Harriet Connick Jr. Oh, yeah. Oh, my sister used to love her. Harriet Connick Jr. Yeah, her kind of got a little swag to him, right? <laughs> but yeah, they got married on Malcolm X's birthday. Hey. And uh, the weather was perfect. The sun was shining and not a cloud in the sky, which is very rare for England. Because, you know, in England, it would be raining cats and dogs out there, you know, and it seems like it's always cloudy. Oh, but you guys. Oh, yeah, he was in Hope Floats. Yeah, Harry Connick Jr., yes, because I remember. That was a good movie. I really liked that movie, Hope Floats. It was an excellent movie. Oh, so guess what, you guys? After um to the wedding, it's a few hours after the wedding, right? So after the wedding, you know everybody's doing commentary. What did you think of the wedding? A blah 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 blah. So meanwhile, um you know Prince Harry and his new bride, you know they're preparing for uh you know they got some receptions to go to. So a few hours later, we see them again, y'all. Did you guys see this? Oh. First of all, the two of them walk out of this castle. I don't know, was it a castle? What was it? Was it Buckingham Palace? What? I'm just going to say it was a castle, okay? They walked out of this castle, okay? A really big place, okay? Prince Harry is wearing a tux, okay? Looking like he's either like from a 007 movie or from Kingsman, Okay? <laughs> She's wearing this sleek, long, strapless dress, you know, like cream-colored, right? He helped to this vintage jag, drop top, okay? So he helps her into the car, right? And she reaches over and unlocks the door for him. It's like, okay, girl, I see you. He gets in the car, starts up the car, and they literally literally drive away into the sunset with beautiful flowers, grass, and trees lining the pathway. I'm like, damn, you talk about a Lifetime movie? What? What? I'm like, what? (laughs) So anyway, uh, that night they went to two wedding receptions. They had two of them to go to. One of them was held by the Queen, you know, you got to, you know, you know, hey, the Queen wants to have a reception for you, you're going. And then another one was held by Prince Charles, you know. And the media is they danced their first dance to a Whitney Houston song. They didn't say which one. What's Whitney Houston song? I Will Always Love You probably, huh? Well, most likely, who knows, though. Anyway, oh, and this is what I liked about the whole thing. Um, The fact that Megan, on her wedding day, she looked so innocent, didn't she? Oh, she looked so innocent. She looked so sweet. You know, she was there giving her vows, you know. And then for a minute, I forgot. This chick is 36. (laughs) And she going in on her second marriage, you know. But when she was standing there, batting her eyes looking all innocent, you know what I mean. It was like, damn, I thought she was 20. You know what I mean? It's like, what? <laughs> and he looked all innocent, too. You know what I mean? It's like, man, you're 33. <laughs> you know, but that was funny, you know. And, um, yeah, I cat. I think she put it on him. Because when he started talking about the stars aligned, and it's like, they did? What? <laughs> and then that one time, you guys, Um, they flew out to Africa. I want to say Botswana camped out for five days under the stars. What? What? (laughs) I'm like, what? Shoot, honey, you know he's seen her natural hair, right? Come on. She camping out with him for five days in the middle of Africa? Please, what? You really think she bought her flat iron? Hell no. (laughs) Oh God. You probably like their hair better when it's not straightened, okay? You know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the wedding's over now, so she'll probably uh she'll probably throw away that uh <laughs> She'll probably throw away um um all those uh what you call it. Oh God, she's gonna throw all that away. She's like, Look, I'm married now. Uh huh. Let's see. What you, would you think, Karen? The blackness is watered down. The Brits would not would have had heart attacks if it was any blacker. <laughs> oh, God, honey, you know he love all her knackle hair, honey. What? What? You think her hair looks straight like that all the time? Please. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if she got a relaxer or what, you know. i was <laughs> married now, yep. Oh, yeah, her hair was hella straight that day. I don't know, she might have threw a relaxer in it, a little texturizer, but man, she can't keep straightening her hair like that too much. It's gonna break start breaking off. So you know you know, in England it's constantly raining, you know, all the time and you know, it's it's not good hair weather. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, she gonna be like, you know, F this, you know, I'm married already. I ain't straightening my hair anymore. How's that? <laughs> oh God. And then some people are like, is this wedding important? What is all the hoopla about? They got married. Who cares? Well, two billion people cared. Two billion people from all over the world tuned in live to see the royal wedding. Not on replay, two billion people live from all over the world. There was cameras from the Middle East. There were reporters from the Middle East. Italy, Portugal, Spain. It was, I've never seen nothing like it. Wow. Would you say Karen, she's going to have to import her hair products from the U.S.? Yes. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I, anybody got some pink lotion here? <laughs> you know, shoot. It's like, mm It's like, what's uh. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. But, you know, in a way, I think this wedding is kind of important. Well, because it's busting up all this tradition, you know. Here you got this chick. <laughs> yes, Karen, pink lotion. Oh, God, I love me some pink lotion, honey. Here you got this British prince marrying a biracial American actress who's older than him and that has been married before. Uh, where do they do that at? Okay, yeah, that's a big difference from the norm. Okay, that's a big difference. Will this uh, marriage affect your personal everyday life? No. But then again, neither did the movie Black Panther. You know, everybody was hyped over Black Panther, but, I, you know, I think I'm much worse the next day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, hey, or just like when I watched Jordan Peele win the Academy Award for his screenplay for the movie Get Out. I had to get up and go to work the next day. But just like this wedding, just like Black Panther, and just like Jordan Peele, this is a part of history. I mean, whether you agree, disagree, blah, 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 it is now set in stone. It is a part of history. And I do understand Megan is not the first biracial chick in the royal family say she's the one in current history that's being recognized you understand what I'm saying and not only that you know she's not the only black chick that's a princess in Europe you know there's gosh there's a couple of uh, black women that are uh that a princess is in Europe, you know, so she's not the first. However, um, when it comes to royalty and everything like that, the world recognizes Brit, right? They recognize British royalty, seem like, over all other royalty, you know what I'm saying? So, yep, yep, yep. What would, would you say, Kat? Is it queen's great grandmother mixed with black? Well, you know, there was a chick, I want to say, was it back in the 17th century or something like that? Who told me that? I think one of you told me that. What was her name? Oh, God. It wasn't Catherine, was it? I forgot her name. And if you've seen, and I've seen paintings of her, some paintings, she looks white, some paintings. It's like, ooh, she looks a little black there. So I don't know if it's ever been confirmed or not, but, yeah, one of those chicks was, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you little something, something there. You know what I mean? But, yeah, and um, what else, you guys? Oh, and you got haters. You know, you got some people blowing up social media, calling Megan a sellout, right? She's not black. Her mama's a sellout. She's a sellout. She's not black. First of all, number one, what the hell did Megan do wrong? What'd she do wrong? I'm trying to figure that out. Mm, is she doing something illegal? What's she doing? All she did was marry a white man. Her dad is a white man. <laughs> is it kind of far fetched? Her ex husband's a white man. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't get it, you know? And even if Megan did say, hey, you guys, I'm not biracial, I'm a black woman, a lot of us, let's be honest, uh, a lot of black people in the community would still tear her apart, wouldn't she? If Megan Good, Megan Good, what? Because, you know, that's our Megan right there, Megan Good, right? <laughs> anyway, if Megan Markle came out right from jumping, like, you know, I'm a black woman, I'm a black woman, As a black woman i do not know, you guys. I think would she have been accepted anyway? I don't know. I think, too, that's why um, she just says she's biracial, you know, because, you know, when she straightens her hair and everything like that, I'm sure people are like, what are you, blah. And she's just like, you know what, I'm biracial, you know, because if she says she's black, well, you don't look black. Well, uh, you know what I mean. So she's like, well, you know, I'm just biracial, whatever, you know. Oh, yeah, they're talking a lot. Yeah, Kat, you're right. They are talking major shit about her on YouTube. And I don't know why, because if this wedding is not important and you say she's not black or she's biracial, so why go at her on YouTube? I don't get it, you know? <laughs> it's like I don't get it, you know? And then, too, um, yeah, she was taught by her parents that she's biracial. Yeah, And you know what I think sometimes, too, sometimes society kind of, tries to dictate to you what you should be or what you are. You understand what I'm saying? Because I still think if she would have said, I'm a I'm a black woman, I think a lot of people in the black community would be like, mm-hmm. girl, stop. You ain't black like me. You know what I mean? So it still would have been an argument, you know? So, yeah, I know Mr. T, same thing with Colin Kaepernick. He's biracial. Yeah. But you notice, though, uh, a lot of brothers, uh, like, you know, he's a black man. I'm going to be honest with you, with Colin Kaepernick, I'm sorry. To me, he's a black guy. I mean, well, I'll put it this way. Um, How can I how can I say it? All the things he's been doing, helping the community and everything like that, I'm going to have to give it to him. I'm sorry, you know. I, hey, you know. At first, I really didn't pay that much attention to Colin Kaepernick, you know. I'm like, oh, he's cute. He seems nice, whatever. But then when he took a stand, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm going to have to put him in the black category. (laughs) I'm going to have to give it to him there. It's like, what? Oquette said, I always thought she was white. Actually, to be honest with you, I never watched the show, to be honest. But when I see her, I'm like, yeah, she has that black look. I mean, to me, she doesn't look like a white one. You understand what I mean? I don't think I would get her mixed up with, I don't know who, you know, uh, like, you know, I would never, like, get her mixed up with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, if I was to have seen her on the street or something, I'd be like, mm, she look a little something-something. You understand what I mean? It's like, mm, she looks a little something-something. And and when her hair isn't straightened, no, oh, she black. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you say? Her mom probably had her with a white man, so she could be light skinned A lot of islanders have color complex. Let's keep it real. Yes, yeah, some do. I mean, because too, I think too, for some people, they have been teased so much about the color of their skin. I think sometimes they don't want to. They don't want that on their child. You know, I know uh, one uh, woman, she's on YouTube, and, oh, that uh, she went through in high school. She actually dropped out of high school because uh, black people teased her so much on the color of her skin. And one uh, person in her chat room said, I'm dark-skinned too, but I went to a white school, so I didn't have an issue. And I, unfortunately, I have noticed that. Uh, Unfortunately, it seems like, Uh, When you're dark-skinned and you're in a black school, you catch a lot of hell. But for some odd reason, not all the time, though, um, when in a white school or mostly white, eh, it's a little different because I know um, when I was growing up, I never heard uh, white people talk about, oh, my God, look at her, she's so black, and they never made reference to that. Unfortunately, I would overhear black people say stuff like that, and uh, yeah, you know. So it's like, mm, mm, mm. yeah. So uh, what else? Uh, what Karen say? Yes, it's so sad. and They're bleaching their skin. Yeah, uh huh. That's why a lot of people that you know try to change their appearance and stuff like that. I can't. I can't blame them because. Maybe if they were left alone (laughs) when they were growing up, you know, maybe it would be different. You know what I mean? So, because I mean what this lady was saying on YouTube, it was a nightmare. Can you imagine someone, your own people teasing the color of your skin so much to the point where you just drop out of high school? It's like, it's like, bless her heart. Mm, mm, mm. Wow and after all of that she's like, but I'm still down. You know, with the black man, which is fine, you know. But she has caught so much hell in her life. It's like oh my god. It's it's very sad, cat. It is very very sad, you know? It's like woof. You know, and I hate to um and I hate to hear it cuz you know my uh mom was dark skinned black woman. So she never said she was ever teased or anything. And to be honest with you, I never asked because I was afraid to ask. (laughs) I'm going to be straight. I was afraid to ask, you know, but, mm, mm, mm. yeah, it is ignorant, Mr. Tiana's toxic. It does turn me. I don't get it because I look at it this way. We as black people, aren't we supposed to be dark (laughs) anyway? Our ancestors came from Africa. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why we think we're supposed to, I don't know, look like Alicia Keys or something, you know? And when you don't like look like Alicia Keys, then it's a problem. It's so weird. You would think the opposite would be a problem, you know? It's like, man, that's why Meghan Markle is like, I'm out of here. <laughs> she locking herself up in that palace like, ooh, I'm out of here. Thank God I ain't got to deal with that shit, <laughs> right? This chick will never, ever Can you imagine? She never has to uh, get an oil change ever again. She'll probably never see a speck of dust (laughs) ever again, right? You know, so to me personally, hey, she says she's biracial, she's biracial. It is what it is. However, in the royal family, you know, they're looking at her like black, (laughs) You know what I mean? But, hey, it is what it is. You know, oh, it's after 8 o'clock, you guys. Yeah, you guys, but, yeah, some of these people on YouTube, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, they're cra- and you notice know, a lot of these wannabe pro-blacks and everything like that, you notice it always contradicting themselves. I don't know if you've noticed it or not. You know, first off, oh, this person isn't black, this and this, but then they'll give some passes to others, and they waste a lot of damn time. First of all, they're always talking about, oh, we're living under white supremacy. oh, But then all they're doing is bagging on each other back and forth. You know what I mean? It's like, and these are grown men, you know? It's like, oh, my God. It's like I just don't understand it. You know, one minute you complain about something, but then you got time. I, I don't know. It's just. I don't know it's like it is what it is you know so yeah y'all that's all I had to say about this black wedding (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you I it is different I can see why people in England are like what the F and I can see how people in America are like what kind of wedding was that like I said it it was very black wedding Uh, Meghan Markle fooled us all. (laughs) She's all, yes, I'm biracial. Uh Then the next thing, you know, you got that black choir singing, you know, this little light of mine, stand by me, you know, and I'm like, girl, bye. (laughs) Oh, God, it is too funny. But you guys, what do you think about these royal weddings or weddings like this? Is it healthy? Uh for women to look at these wedding yeah cat, yeah, she fooled me too. she definitely fooled me, you know because uh uh uh-uh. because remember uh let's just say her her mother wanted all this, it still has to get past her and Prince Harry. you understand what I mean, and I yeah, you know it fooled me, you know because you know how. They always talk about her mom. Her mom ain't nothing but a spell out. her mama, You know what I mean? Forget both of them. You know. And then I'm like, whoa, she got married on Malcolm X's birthday. I mean, maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Hmm. I think I'm going to get married on Malcolm X's birthday. I mean, that's, like, huge, right? You know, you have, you know, the, you know, you have her getting married. That made history. And she made history on Malcolm X's birthday. I don't know. That is just interesting to me, you know. Yeah, that royalty, man, because I don't know. What would you say, uh, Karen, some of these women, the white ones, are caught up in the princess fairy tale wedding fantasy, yeah. But you know what, Karen, sometimes I think maybe some of us black women need to get caught up like that. You know what I mean? I hate to say it. Some of us, you know, we'd be getting engaged, you know, and then I'm like, oh, when's the wedding? Or how long have you been engaged? And they're like 20 years. You understand what? You know what I mean? Like on the one hand, some women, oh, I want the fairy tale wedding. Then on the other hand, unfortunately, in our community, you know, we're just—I hate to say—God forgive me—we'd be staying engaged for like twenty damn years. You know, it's like I don't know. It's just like, oh. But I will say this about this wedding: it goes to prove. Uh, if you're an Instagram model, I don't think you're getting in Buckingham Palace, y'all. I'm sorry. I don't think it's going to happen because trust and believe. Now, you know Megan, she's not innocent. We know that. She's 36, okay? She's not innocent. But I guarantee you, I have no bathroom pic of herself with her booty sticking out, taking pics in a dirty bathroom, okay? <laughs> I can guarantee you that. It's like, uh-uh. Kat, don't be embarrassed about how you got married. No, don't be embarrassed. Look, people get married the way they want to get married. You understand what I mean? One of my best friends, she got married through the drive through in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, that's fine. You know, whatever. My thing is this. Whatever you're comfortable with, just do it, you know? But, yeah, you can get caught up, you know, because let me tell you something, because I got caught up in this wedding. Well, first, and when they rode off into the sunset in that vintage jog, drop top, oh, I was like, where would they do this at, you know? Then I had to get up and go to work. I'm like, what? You know, then today at work, I was like, Ugh. you know, you know you see the guys in the hallway good morning it's like (laughs) everybody all the men look so basic now
1: (laughs) you know what I mean
0: like yesterday I was in the grocery store and I'm like (laughs) all these men are so basic you know what I mean but I'm sure I'll get over it in about a week maybe two but you know what I'm saying I you know, I don't know how I got caught up in all this stuff. I don't know. You know, it was, I guess, like I said, I didn't think the wedding was going to be as black. I had to keep saying it that way. I just didn't think it would be that way. Because, you know, everybody keeps saying Megan is a sellout, her mama's a sellout. So I just assumed that they would try to make the wedding as European as possible. You understand what I mean? One. Of uh, my co workers, she thought that um, it was a black wedding. She was like, wow. She was like, her and her mom took over the wedding. Well, hell. Yeah. And you're right, Kat. She's blacker than me. Because trust and believe, I've never been to a wedding like that. Singing this little light of mine? No, I've never been to a black wedding, this thing, that. I've never been to a black wedding that has had a choir. No, I, no, like I said, something, you know, some, well, I look at it this way. Sometimes you can never judge a book by its cover. You understand what I mean? We don't know how she rolls behind closed doors. You understand what I mean? We don't know. And you also have to keep in mind she still was raised by a black woman. You understand what I mean? So, you know, and her mom doesn't seem like, uh, She's trying to be European, I guess You understand what I mean So, you know, when people call this chick names And everything like that eh, You know You're kind of like, okay But what did she do? That's... <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what, what did she do? Okay, she married a white man like a mama The only difference is uh, She married a prince, okay Yeah, you are so right, Cat. Being raised by a black woman makes a big difference. It trust and believe. It makes a big difference. So yeah. Oh, my cousin. What'd you say, Karen? My cousin had Drexel University Choir. Wow, at her wedding, banging. First time I cried at a wedding. Oh yeah. I don't know. You know what I think too. The reason why I shed some tears about this wedding. It's just the fact that, God, you just don't see that nowadays. You know what I mean? It's all about booty pics. You know what I mean? And it's like this chick got a prince without having her ass out. (laughs) You know, without posting pics on Instagram. You know, without, you know, without showing a lot of cleavage. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, you know. And trust and believe, you know Prince Harry, you know those chicks be walking around him, butt out, chest out, trying to get his attention. And he's like, nah, I'll take that one over there. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm good. You know, been there, done that. I want that. That's the one I want over there. The one that looks kind of quiet, kind of reserved. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, Kate, you're right. She didn't have to look like Kim Kardashian. Yes. It's like yes, you know. Oh please, I don't even think Harry Prince Harry would even have sex with a chick like that. I, to be honest with you, it's like nah. He wouldn't even run the risk of, you know, like oh shit. You know what I mean? Yes, Mr. Two or Amber Rose. You know, yes. Isn't then in a way? Don't you kind of? I hate to say you feel sad for those two women, but it's like both of them show their coochie to the world. <laughs> They showed their coochie to the world, and they didn't get a print. <laughs> they showed their coochie to the world, and Kim and Kim Kardashian got Kanye West. Uh, I'm not laughing at Kanye West. It's kind of hard to compare Kanye West to a print. I know that's not fair. But you understand what I mean? You know Kim Kardashian was looking at this wedding like, damn. Damn, I wish that was me. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, damn. You know, but it's just so funny. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's a good example to some women, you know, young or old. Like sometimes you don't have to always have your ass out to get the attention of a man. I'm just saying, you know, it's like, And I think that's what fascinates me so much. It's like, damn, she didn't, you know, it's like she just came as she was. It's like, what's up? I'm here. You know what I (laughs) mean? She rode off into the sunset with a prince. What? Oh, I bet those Instagram models are like, what? God forgive me, but, you know, they're sitting up here trying to, you know, trying to get the richest NBA player they can get. You know, the richest NFL player. Look at that uh, look at that wildebeest. What's her name? Um oh you're right, Kat. It's a sign we need to level up. Yes, you guys. Oh look, Karen said Kim wish she could uh wish a man would carry her like officer and a gentleman. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm yeah that's not the type of one I want to deal with, especially if they have issues. I know Mr. T, but it looks like the men love them. though, come on, y'all, honey, these men are getting these women pregnant left and right. Look at Amber Rose, she's a mom, Kim Kardashian's a mom, you know, and I'm not saying uh, and to be honest with you i don't I don't have anything against Amber Rose because amber Rose um, I hate to say it, but you know she had to do what she had to do. You know, she had family issues. You know what I'm saying, whatever was going on. But Kim Kardashian, you're already rich, you're married, and you're still trying to show your coochie. Ew. You know what I mean? It's like, ew. You know what I mean? So it's just like I think for uh, both men and women, oh, man, this shows we got to step it up. Now, of course, I'm not saying Prince Harry's perfect because we already know, huh? He's definitely not perfect, and neither is she. But I'm just talking about, I think maybe we got to get a little more choosy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what What you say, Karen? They get the trophy chick, then they cheat with regular sisters. Yeah, it seems like, unfortunately, oh, God, I hate to say black stuff, but it just seems like we elevate the Instagram chick too much. You understand what I'm saying? No shady gets the Instagram chick, but it just seems like men get so thirsty over them and be just ready like to, oh, I want to date her. I was, You know what I mean? It's like, calm down. You know, it's an Instagram chick. Oh, and that reminds me, I hate to talk about blast. Bless. Uh, one chick, she's an Instagram chick. Oh, God, she's going out with a young, oh, God, a young basketball player. Oh, God, what team is he on? You guys know basketball. Anyway, he's only 21, right? She's young, too. This is this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about, okay? God, I forgot his name. Anyway, he's 21. He's young. He might just be a rookie, if I'm not mistaken. So he's dating this Instagram chick, right? Or she's also, uh, what, an aspiring singer? You all know what I'm talking about, right? So anyway, they roll up, they're in Beverly Hills, right, And um, at Maestro's. And so anyway, um, you know, they step up to the little podium thing, you know what I mean, for your little reservation, whatever. And this is on video, you guys. You can go ahead and check this out. This is on video. And the guy is like, you can't come in, you know. And guess why they can't come in? Her outfit. Bless her heart. She has the shortest skirt on. You know, you guys, one of those skirts where it's like, oh, my God, I think I might see her coochie. Yeah, she had on one of those skirts, right? And she, I guess, well, maybe if I put a blazer over it, it'll make it look better. So now she has a super short skirt on. You could almost, you know, like super short, okay? And she has on a blazer that, now it looks like she don't have on a skirt because now you've got the blazer that's almost the same length as your skirt, and she has on those CFM uh, shoes on, which is fine. Hey, whatever. You know what CFMs are, don't you guys? Come ask me. Pump. Yeah, she had those on, right? So, and then she had on this long blonde wig on, you know. She's a good-looking girl. But that long wig, I almost, like a, almost like a Cinderella wig, just didn't do nothing for her, right? So anybody, to make a long story short, the guy's like, y'all ain't coming in, period. Look at her outfit. It's like, come on, y'all ain't going in. So anyway, uh, the NBA player, he went inside. I don't know, I guess they try to talk to somebody. but she's standing there. And you know how it is when you have on a super, super short skirt, they try to pull it down. Why? I have no idea. So while she's waiting there, you know, she's trying to pull it down. Of course, it's not being pulled down. It's a super short skirt. <laughs> so she's trying to pull it down. And so then he comes back outside. And then the next thing you know, they get in. So I don't know if he went in there. And um, I don't know, you know. But he they both were very respectful, though. They didn't act a fool or, you know, anything like that. So they were let into the restaurant, and uh, then cameras caught them leaving, and they were like, oh, did you have a nice dinner? Glad you got in. You know, the cameraman trying to be sarcastic. And then she goes, yes, it was nice. Thank you. You know, whatever. But that just shows you, bless her heart, she didn't know how to dress. Bless. You know what I mean? It's like she was never taught or doesn't care that there are certain outfits you wear at certain places. If a man is taking you to a nice restaurant in Beverly Hills, you don't dress like you're getting ready to booty pop at a club. You, you understand what I mean? You know, there's two different types of dress, you know? It's almost like, bless her heart, like you don't even have common sense. God forgive me, but even when I was her age, I knew, okay, when you're going to a fancy restaurant, I thought, and see, and this is why we keep thinking, you know, we just assume everybody was told certain things. But then at the same time, I kind of blame women older than her, like me. You know, maybe we should have taught her, you know, hey, hon, you know, this is how you dress, you know, (laughs) Mr. T. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or some women, they're like, you know, no shade or anything, but it's like, hey, I, this is what I want to wear, you know? So, hey, it is what it is, but it looked ridiculous. And it was embarrassing. I felt so embarrassed for her because you see people outside, you know, and they're dressed like, uh, they weren't dressed super fancy, but, you know, the men, you know, they had a nice pair of pants, you know, a little shirt on, you know what I mean, maybe look like... Uh, I don't know. They're going to, uh, they just left a church service. Or, I mean, they're dressed like you go to a nice restaurant. I don't know how else to say it. All right, you guys, on am blog talk. Oh, no, we're getting ready to get cut off on blog talk. I'm going to keep it going a little, a few minutes longer on YouTube. Anyway, blog talk, thank you so much for listening. As usual, I appreciate it. I will probably uh, most likely be back here this Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I have no clue right now what I'm going to be talking about. I have no clue. And uh, I'll think about it. I have Wednesday off, so, you know, I'll think about it on Wednesday, and we shall see. So, you guys, on Blog Talk, uh, thank you so much for listening and, uh, you know, listening to me rat and rave and act a fool over this wedding. (laughs) Oh, God, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. And we're going to continue this on um, YouTube. So if you guys want this to continue, check me out on YouTube. All right, I'll see you guys on Blog Talk. Talk to you later. Bye.